0: Office 365 Distill. Hey and welcome to another wee dram from the Office 365 boys. Steve Dolby here. Continuing his series uh, around Microsoft 365, the things we need to consider, the things we can do, the impact we can make, how we can break through the barriers. That was episode 502 and 503, by the way. This one, episode four of A Weed is called Adapt to Anything. And what we're going to do in this episode. Is We're going to identify the fact that things change consistently around us and that we basically need to adapt our Microsoft 365, our MS Teams, our SharePoint strategies to suit whatever the business is or whatever the business needs. So where did this thought come from? Well, it's a well-known fact, I think, that nothing ever stays the same in any company. Change might take a while, but it does change. And there are a number of notified, a number of uh, great examples in the business world about change and how it's driven success for themselves and for other people. I mean, you cannot not think about Amazon that in 1995 had the slogan of Earth's Biggest Bookstore. But now today dominates e-commerce and cloud computing, you know, and is making so much headway in film and TV industry. And basically from a quality perspective, in my opinion, is is doing a lot better than all the other streaming channels like Netflix and Disney and all that kind of stuff. Prime part of the Amazon chain is doing both great quality, but their audience is huge. Go back even further about Corning as an organization. Corning, in the 1800s, used to mass-produce glass for Thomas Edison so that he could sell his light bulbs. And yet today, through innovation of glass, they create cookware, fiber optics for the communications industry. You would not be listening to this if it wasn't for Corning and moving into fiber optics. And I guess the famous one is Gorilla Glass uh, that was obviously identified by... um, Apple for their iPhone when they kind of said hey we need a strong glass and Corning said well actually we have this thing called Gorilla Glass that we actually don't have a you know a use for at the moment and of course Steve Jobs said I have a use for that the one that I really like though is Play-Doh you know the stuff that the kids play with well in the 1930s that was invented to kind of remove fireplace soot and debris from wallpapers without actually ripping the wallpaper in your room and it was used to lift it off and in the 1950s they went yeah you know nobody's actually building a fire anymore so we don't need our product." and then they heard that teachers were using it as a kind of reusable clay in classrooms and today you know over two billion cans of play-doh have been sold around the world um, because of innovation because of a constant change in the way that organizations work. Now, those examples, of course, are all customer-focused, they're external change. But to be able to drive that external change, you need internal innovation and continuity. And when it comes to Microsoft 365, the way that that product changes, okay, we need to be supporting the business as much as possible when they want to be able to drive that change. And if you think about, I don't know, Amazon changing from being just a bookstore, you, you can see opportunities during those late 90s when they were going through that change for MS Teams and collaboration and meeting software and the ability to be able to sort of discuss and share ideas other than having emails that were really long about how they could become, you know, one of the largest sort of e-commerce platforms in the world. The thing about business and the thing especially about Microsoft 365 is that it never finishes. You never come to the end. When I teach project management, we always say a project is defined as something that's got a beginning and an end and a deliverable and a scope. And we work in Microsoft 365 as projects, but those projects never really end I mean, they're over a couple of three years, you know, you do the foundational work, you kind of configure it and you roll it out, you then identify applications that it will replace, but then people want to change it and they find better ways of using the workflows, they find better ways of collaborating through MS Teams, new features get added by Microsoft, nothing is ever actually finished. And I always find that Microsoft 365 is a bit of a misleading title because it implies consistency over a year. But there's no real thing about consistency within Microsoft 365. Of course, they choose Microsoft 365 to say something you use every day. I kind of get that. But how should we see ourselves? Should we see ourselves as consultants, project managers, change managers when it comes to implementing Microsoft 365? How about this? We should perhaps see ourselves as Microsoft 365 entrepreneurs, because that's what we're doing. We're innovating across our business. So this podcast is called Adopt to Anything, or, you know, when I get to the final title, it'll be around those words anyway. And the thing about that is that every one of our projects has hundreds and hundreds of improvements that we can put into play. And we can identify them at the right time, but only if it's in association with the business. We've talked before on many of our podcasts, Maureen and I, about ambassadors. And even though I'm kind of uh, slowly changing towards what their role should be, Those conversations with the business is going to identify the kinds of improvements that you are able to make to the business, the innovations, okay, the entrepreneurial thoughts and ideas about how that business can change and improve constant improvement typically for example you've just created a new workflow you kind of go to the handover meeting you've got the scope you've built it you do a few demonstrations and as you walk out the door the customer says Ooh, would it actually be able to expand on this if we and already because you've shown them one thing the user constantly wants more all users want to move forward and your job my job our job, I guess, is to try and work out at what rate the improvement is possible and what you can actually deliver. When we adapt to things, it means we need to innovate. When we uh, innovate, it means that we have new change processes, new improvements, new ways of working. Okay, We are evolving the product and that constant change of course really means that there's lots of training to give and lots of updates and really really good and tight communications again just confirming that nothing is ever finished So where is this leading us to? Well, it basically gives us a job for life. Um, If you're doing consultancy work, uh, as Moraine and I do, you never really leave an organization quickly. You never move on unless you're doing a part of something. So Moraine does a lot of small projects with people. So um, he kind of goes in, does a little chain exercise on OneDrive and then moves on. Me, on the other hand, tend to scope a project bigger than that. And I talk about, you know, let's roll out this and let's add that and let's build this. And, and I tend to work on longer chains. You will fit into somewhere on that process as well. And you have to work out where you can add most value, whether it's on something small and short or whether it's on something long term. But either way around, you need to plan to evolve, now, I have a number of workshops on planning to evolve, and it's just a very simple concept. And think of it this way planning phase two of something always starts while you're still planning phase one. Now, what do I mean by that? When you decide you're going to roll out, I don't know, something, let's keep it simple OneDrive. Okay. So you have a definition of what people can do on OneDrive but it's a really big change if you're going to do onedrive and support that with synchronization to the laptop and support that with bringing in your SharePoint libraries as links and supporting that with and with and with you know so onedrive can be quite a, a large rollout I mean don't get me wrong a few years ago you would simply go hey give him onedrive let him get on with it and in some ways you can do that now but OneDrive as a growing product within Microsoft is starting to get lots and lots of new features like, you know, your meetings uh, information, your fluid information. All of that is now stored in OneDrive and users need to know about that. So rolling out OneDrive is not just a simple process. So you could turn around and say phase one is to give people access to OneDrive in a web browser and show them how they can uh, upload content, how they can edit content, how they can delete content, what does delete actually mean, and then go through the training of retention and when it gets actually deleted and when it's just sitting there um, in the recycle bin. Phase two, of course, may well be that we then show them where their meetings are stored or how to create fluids in MS Teams that are stored in OneDrive and how you can share them from OneDrive. There's lots and lots of phase two ideas that you can't really bring them into phase one just because it kind of gets a little bit confusing. And even if nothing else, it's going to go across more than one newsletter, multiple newsletters, different ways of different aspects of your communications plan. I like to think of the definition of done. Now, the definition of done in an agile world is a definition that you can apply to all the different tasks you do to make sure that they were done in a quality process. So, for example, a definition of done may well be that you've completed the paperwork, that you've trained the help desk, that you, and there's a number of tasks that you do to make sure you maintain quality. But I just love the concept uh, of definition of done as a user story so I know what has actually been completed. So, for example, I might say at the end of phase one the user will be able to upload hundreds of purchase orders into a library and through auto tagging be able to filter against a customer name or a number and that defines what you're going to deliver when you first roll out for example you know an application for managing purchase orders but I'm also thinking about what improvements I would do how this document library will evolve so my phase 2 will include something that says at the end of phase 2 the user will be able to search against thousands of purchase orders and refine down through a data and customer number to select from less than 20 objects that may well be a kind of a a user story that is scoping the definition that what will be available when i have done phase 2 of the project small incremental deliverable of functionality, easy to communicate, easy to train, easy to demonstrate, easy to make sure that the user can understand the value from it. All of this is about adapting to anything that the business throws at you. So, for example, you do phase one and you do phase two, but both of those phases are based upon what the user has asked you to do. And as soon as you've finished one, as I said, before you leave the room, they are saying, "Oh, would it also be able to do this? And "Oh, could I change it so that it adds in this additional value? So there's your phase two already scoped and defined. And so nothing is ever finished. And it's really advantage if you can plan to adopt. Uh, sorry, plan to evolve. So that your adoption of the product is constantly moving with where the business want to take it. One of my classic examples of planning to evolve was at a a large drinks manufacturer um, based out of Amsterdam, which probably means you can work out who it is. But I was working in their research and development lab saying, hey, we're rolling SharePoint out. So how can we help you? And one of the things that they had was a data set of information i'm just calling it a data set it was comprised of all kinds of different types of documents but it was a data set of information that was all of the things that they've done and innovated with and tested and tried and worked on and blah 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 so the recipes for something uh, where the ideas came from descriptions of chemicals descriptions of process blah 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 but this thing was going back over 35 years And it kind of started off in things like spreadsheets and Word documents and paper files. And it went through a number of ways of storing it in folders and things. It then moved on to a Lotus Notes database. And, of course, my job was to be able to move it and migrate it as part of the upgrade into SharePoint Online. But the idea of the fact that from over 30 years ago they had information that was... A constant change and a constant flow of things because that file they dipped into whenever they needed a new idea or often was the case that when something becomes popular within the marketplace, maybe initiated by something else. I I, I quoted an example. There was things like um, when people put fruit in beer, they were able to go, you know, we've done that before. I remember doing that 12 years ago and they were able to go to that folder, be able to bring it in place Review it and be able to hit the market quicker and now of course. They're able to be able to get to that content quicker and easier as well so Let's remember We are planning to evolve. So whenever you think I've got to roll MS365 out and I'm going to do MS Teams and then they're going to be able to do this, think about phase two. Think about how it will evolve, how the business will start to use it, what they will want next. And use your ambassador network. Use your attendance at management meetings. Use your conversations with people that are, you know, basically fixing things like security and things like the help desk and that kind of stuff to work out how you can adopt these tools that you're putting in to anything that the business needs. I'm going to finish off with a bit of a quote from one of my favorite go-to films. It's an old movie, Clint Eastwood. It's called Heartbreak Ridge. Okay, but basically he has a line that says, you're Marines, you will improvise, adopt and overcome. That's what we do. And it's become a bit of an unofficial slogan for the U.S. Army Marines. Because here's the thing, and it's my last closing comment about this, so adopt to anything, and that's this. Within Microsoft 365, when being faced with a challenge, it is often the time when people, you, your team, are most inventive and when ingenuity and creativity thrive. That's the time when if you plan to evolve, you're in a win-win situation. Have fun.